Hey guys, welcome back to Building Great Sales Teams. Today I've got a solo episode for you. And if you hear the background noise, we're just getting it done, okay? We're going old school. Um, I'm, I'm rolling out to the uh, Let's Talk Business podcast mixer here in San Antonio. And, and I'm sitting here on the road and I'm like, oh man, I did not have a podcast episode come out today. And I just realized that I wasn't able to shoot it last night. And so I'm coming at you guys from the car because I've been doing this podcast and I have not missed a week for probably over 60 weeks now in a row. And I'm not going to miss this week. I refuse. So I apologize for the audio quality today. I didn't even have my AirPods with me to be able to isolate some of this audio, but uh, I wanted to make sure I got this to you guys. And basically I got my eyes on the road and I am filming myself to make sure we get our content out of this as well as get this on YouTube. Really don't care as long as the information gets to you guys. Okay, so by now I hope you guys have established your targets with your sales teams and you have started working towards those. Now, if you established them in the way that I told you guys to establish them a couple weeks ago, you're probably realizing by now, you know, this sales target that my salesperson has put or that our team has set for the quarter, you know, is, is way too much for the first few weeks of the quarter. So the reason for that is, is because you're supposed to be uptrending, okay? And so what do I mean when I say uptrending? Okay, so, you know, just to make math easy, if you're supposed to get 100 sales a week in order to get 1,300 sales over the quarter, but you know that that's going to come after you hire some people in January, you know that the market picks up in February, and by March you should be full swing, well, an uptrend is going to have to take place. So an easy way to figure out, all right, what does this uptrend need to be uh, you know, to where it's equal or it's a reasonable uptrend week over week uh, is to go into ChatGPT and, and tell ChatGPT, okay, I'm at this many sales for the quarter. I need to be at this many sales at the end of the quarter with a equal uptrend week over week. Tell me how many sales I have to make in week four to week 13 in order to reach my target. And what you'll, what ChatGPT will do is it'll take where you're at so far and it will divide by the remaining weeks left, which should be nine. And it will take into account that you need to hit your goal of 1300. And let's just say for whatever reason, you've been at 50 a week for the first three weeks, you're going into your fourth week. And so it knows, okay, 150 is done. I've got 1150 left. But we know I'm not going to start doing 100 next week. I need to uptrend. So I need to uptrend by an equal amount. So maybe this week it'll be 60. The week after it'll be 70. The week after that it'll be 80. The week after that it'll be 90 and so on and so forth. And by the time you get into March, you should be doing 150, 160 sales a week based on your uptrend. Okay? 
So one of the one of the reasons that I put this together was because I was noticing with my clients, like the guys were getting discouraged, and I was just telling them, "Oh, no big deal. You guys need to uptrend to this." And I was like, "You know what? Let me switch this up. Let me drop this in ChatGPT. Have it do the math for me." And uh, as soon as I did that, the, the following week, the guys were hitting their uptrend target, and that that number was green. The guys were excited. They liked knowing that they were on track week over week in terms of raising that bar every week. So they were in good shape because of that uptrend. So I wanted to make sure that I shared that with you guys and that you knew that, hey, if morale's getting down because you're supposed to be hitting this weekly number already, that you don't necessarily have to do that as long as you recognize, okay, I'm gonna add people, I'm gonna add sales. The market's gonna start doing better. We're gonna get into February. More people are gonna start shopping, home services, whatever the case is. And so now you have that ChatGPT prompt in place. And let me try and cover it one more time. And guys, this is from memory, because I am on the road. But basically, ChatGPT, I have a target of 1,300 sales for the quarter. I'm at 150 sales right now. What percentage would I need to increase week over week in order to hit my target at the end of 13 weeks? Can you also give me what number of sales I need to hit from week four to week 13 in order to hit that target? So you're gonna see the percentage as well as you're gonna see, okay, week four is this amount, week five is this amount, week six is that amount. All right, guys, obviously that's incredibly tactical uh the first five minutes i just wanted to give you guys that so you can put that in place for your targets for the quarter but if you have not listened before this episode then you don't know why we're doing this okay so i want to give you a quick overview of why we're doing this in the first place and most of what i do when it comes to the operations of a business the operating system of a business is is based on EOS, okay? I use a tool called 90.io. I love this tool. I'll include it in the show notes. And, um, you know, I do I do have an affiliate relationship with them because I use this tool so much and I recommend it so much. And if you use the link that I've given you in the show notes, it will automatically, if you sign up for it, it will automatically make me your coach. Uh, your 90 coach basically and so if you guys do that and you sign up through my link then I will jump on a 15 to 20 minute call to help you walk through how to get set up in 90 so you can start operating your business on 90 and so walking into a high level overview of what is 90 and and by the way like I said I'm driving this is just you know this is Texas for you you know you, you you can't have it both ways. If you want aggressive drivers that aren't going to slow you down in the fast lane, this is my ADD, but you guys are experiencing it in real time. If you don't want aggressive or uh, slow drivers that slow you down in the fast lane, you're going to get aggressive drivers. That means the ones that fly up on the right side just to not really run into the back of a car, but basically run into the back of the, the car that's going slower just to watch you pass them again. It's hilarious. But anyways, <laughs> moving on. Okay. So what is this concept EOS that I'm talking about? 90, you know, having to organize all this. The beautiful thing about this software is it is very user friendly. So if you know what EOS is, if 
you don't, then read What the Heck is EOS, and then read Rocket Fuel, and then read uh, Traction, right? By the time you get to Traction, which is a very boring book, I'm going to warn you now, but if you can get through some of my podcast episodes, you can get through Traction, right? Because I get super tactical, Traction is super tactical. Uh, these, this concept was developed by Gina Wickman and franchised by him as well. And then he's got a bunch of books out on it. What the heck is U.S. is a high-level overview. Uh, Rocket Fuel is a is a, a case study version of it. And then Traction is like, do this X, Y, and Z. And then next week, do this X, Y, and Z. So it's very tactical. But anyways, I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys the high-level overview, which I kind of did when we talked about reverse engineering your goals, your quarterly goals for your salespeople. But what I love about this concept and what I love about 90 is the first thing that I always have my clients and uh, my friends that I'm helping out fill out is is the accountability chart the accountability chart aka the company hierarchy you know aka the visual of all the positions in your company okay and there's a few right now that you need to visualize right there's the visionary in the company aka the CEO there's the integrator in the company, aka the systems director, the COO, the operations manager. You have this person in your company that basically gets shit done. When you come up with an idea, they're the ones that kind of facilitate the original roadmap of that idea, right? And 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 they typically may be your part business partner or a high-level key player in the company that basically coaches the other key players in order to implement the ideas that you have, right? So, visionary, integrator, and then under that, then you start getting departmental, right? And so, you got marketing, you've got uh, sales, and under sales, you would have recruiting, or if you're like a sales org, marketing is your recruiting, right? And then you've got finance, and you got operations, and under operations, you might have fulfillment, okay? So the actual SOPs in order to install, right? And so there's a key player on every one of these department heads. So let's just say you've got marketing, you've got operations, and you've got finance, right? And if you're between like zero and 500K, you are probably all of those positions. You might have a partner, but for the most part, if you're the operator in the business, you're in all these positions. So I want you to imagine this accountability chart. You've got you at the top, you've got you at the integrator, and then you've got you in the three key player roles across it. So this is called starting a business. You're wearing all the hats, right? And so your goal in using this program and this system is to be able to see these positions and replace yourself. Now, you don't typically replace the key player roles right away. What do you do? You got, okay, going back into it, you got marketing, you got sales. Uh, I'm adding in sales now. You got sales, you got operations, and then finance. Kind of push finance off to the side. That is literally the last thing that you typically delegate. So let's just talk marketing, operations, and sales, okay? So sales is the easiest one, right? I want to replace myself there. I'm going to replace myself with a salesperson. Salesperson's going to bring in new business and pay for themselves, right? But that key player role at the top of sales is gonna be your sales manager, maybe even if you're big enough, your CSO, okay? So you haven't replaced yourself in the key player role yet, but you have replaced yourself as the entry level 
the front facing the, the uh, face of the company type salesperson. So now you can start delegating maybe some leads or some outbound or maybe some canvassing to that, that new salesperson now that you have them in place. And so that's nice to be able to do that. And so that's the visual that you need. That third layer on the accountability chart is all those entry level people like uh, operations admin or like a bookkeeper on the, under the finance or a um, an ad agency under the marketing company. But at the end of the day, you're still the key player in all those positions. Now when you get up to 500K, when you get up to a million, now you can start replacing yourself and be able to afford to because these are these key player roles are probably at a very entry level. You're going to have to pay them 50 to 60 to 70 grand a year in order to take over those positions. And as your company grows to the to the multiple seven figure mark, then they're going to be six figure positions in which they're managing multiple people. Right. And so this is the accountability chart and the way that you're going to replace yourself and stop wearing all the hats you want to end up to where i was uh, a couple of years ago wearing one hat which was the ceo aka the visionary in the company i didn't do any work in the company i ran the meetings i made sure everybody you know was on point i was the integrator and the visionary so i, I was holding two hats i made sure the systems were working the way that they should I made sure that everybody was being coached up to do their jobs, but I didn't do anything in the company. I only worked on the company, right? And and running the companies, it, running the company meetings is kind of in the company, but I'm very good at that. That's my passion, and that's what I do for a lot of my clients. And so it made sense for me to continue doing that rather than delegate that to an integrator. All that being said, that's the first thing that I have my clients start visualizing. It's like, oh wow, I see a future where I'm not wearing all the hats. And the only thing that stops me from grabbing that future is one, not having a roadmap for it, but two, the, the, the gross dollars coming into the company so that I can afford to delegate those things, right? And so there's a lot of different ways, you know, and variables that go into this, but for the most part, that's the first piece of EOS that I, or 90.io that I introduce my clients to. Now, the second part is gonna be your VTO. This is your vision traction organizer. And I'm going to end on this part because frankly speaking, I'm going to have to start navigating to the location that I'm headed to right now and I don't want to get lost. So I'm going to end on the VTO and then the second part I will likely do over the weekend and will come out the early part of next week. But vision traction organizer. Okay, so let's go over vision first. This is your your mission statement, your purpose and your core values. This is where you establish those three things. If you haven't established them, look them up, get some context behind them and establish them. This is going to be your filter for everything that you do in your business. You have to ask yourself on a daily basis, does this align with my mission? Does this align with our company's purpose? And does this align with our company's core values? It's your North Star, it's, it's where you're gonna look if you're not sure that you're headed in the right direction. The second thing you're gonna start putting together is three unique advantages that you have over your competition or in your marketplace. That's the second thing that you're gonna to put together and then you're gonna start looking at your uh, unique selling proposition. Uh, th those are the three unique advantages, right? And then the next thing you'll probably be looking at 
is your customer avatar. And then after that, you wanna get into your 10-year targets. So this is the big picture stuff. Are you exiting? What are you doing with the company? And then after that, you get into traction, which is your three-year target. And then you go down to one year, and then you go down to 90 days, okay? Based on that 90-day target, what things have to happen in order for you to hit that 90-day target? And this is where you get hyper-focused. This is where you bring in your rocks, okay? So rocks is the terminology for a quarterly goal. This, uh, not necessarily a big audacious goal, but quarterly goal that you know if you execute certain things that you can hit. It's maybe a little out of reach, but not, nothing too crazy that you can't get to. And that if you, do, if you did fall a little short, you'd still be okay with and you'd still be making progress, right? So you've got your vision, you've got your traction. Uh, another thing that you do in this section of 90 is your SWOT analysis. So this is where you look at your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and strengths, weaknesses, opportunity, I can't believe, threats. And, and this is where you identify those. It's super easy plug and play for you guys to do that in there. And so that's the, the next thing that I would set up, your VTO, your Vision Traction Organizer. That's gonna be your North Star for your company. And it's also gonna identify your long-term goals, your medium-term goals, and your short-term goals in order for you to start establishing your rocks. These are the things that need to happen in order to, for you to hit those 90-day goals. And this is where you start organizing your business and actually know where you're going versus hoping that you're headed in the right direction. All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and sign off here. Traffic's picking up, and I'm about to get to this event to network like I'm sure all of you guys have had to do in the past. Um, definitely going to do an episode on that as well. I learned some really cool things from Donnie Boyveen here recently with Success Champions Network that I would love to share with you guys. But... Um, Thank you for listening in and always supporting. I know my episodes have gotten very short and have gotten very far in between. We were coming out with three episodes a week. Now we're doing one a week. But I, I will say I have two to three people lined up uh, next week and then two to three people after that. So I think I can get back to doing two episodes a week for you guys again and uh, start really focusing on bolstering these solo episodes and, and, and let me know what you guys think. I, I've been thinking about this a lot. You know, I'm going through this evolution in my business where, all right, I'm not just going in and building the sales programs anymore. I'm going in and doing the things that I'm talking to you about right now, which is implementing 90 in, in my clients' businesses and running their L10s, which is terminology for the weekly meetings that are departmentalized as well as company-wide. And so, I'm, I'm executing these strategies and I'm starting to coach as well, you know? And so I kind of want to lean into that, which is, is crazy because we've built such a great brand with building great sales teams. But I have this idea, and I know I spoke with you guys about it in the past, uh, about switching up my, my podcast name, but I have this idea for a very basic podcast called The Integrator. And so it would open up you know, the conversation to general business, to business operations, to finance, to marketing, just basically everything from an integrator viewpoint. So from actually doing the tactical work versus, you know, the mindset, the woo-woo, the great ideas, 
the um, stories and all that stuff. You guys know me by now. My podcast has always been incredibly tactical, so it wouldn't change a whole lot about the way that I record or the guests that I have on or the conversations that we have. I like to get in the weeds. I like to, to do the stuff that you guys are going through right now and talk about it so that it can give you ideas on how to execute in your business. So I appreciate you guys. As always, if you got some value from this episode, please like and share. And uh, if you have any questions, reach out to me directly. Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, does not matter. Appreciate you guys and have a wonderful day.